Welcome to another edition of Two Guys and a Bottle of Love. Or whatever you're having. <laughs> What's happening? And I'm nuts, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, you potheads? Oh, it's Miller time. Off we go. Oh, my God. May 30th. <sighs> it is, too. It is, uh, too. <laughs> any idea any idea what episode it is yeah 44 nice job preacher man he's got i it. know he's got it <laughs> you thought i lost it man we've been not in contact for a week and a day eight days <laughs> i so, know i know he didn't think i knew but i knew but i know because i'm because i do you pulled that one right out and so when we were talking pre-show, you said you missed episode 43. You didn't hear it yet? No, Podbean and other things and the, the, the outlets and the other things. Uh, I never received it. I didn't get it. I didn't never hear of it. Um, it's not even on my, my phone. Nothing. I got nothing. There's nothing from nothing anywhere to listen to our last week's episode with uh, no pathetic. Did you go off the grid? I've been off the grid only because <laughs> I've been working uh, 12, 14 hours a day. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, dude, it's everywhere. It, it posted on Twitter. It posted on Facebook. It, uh, In fact, even no pathetic and, and us uh, exchanged a couple emails towards the end of the week. So it shows up in our uh, in our inbox um, with conversations with her. And it's absolutely on Podbeam because I just because you may be nervous. And I just went and checked. I know I got a notification on my phone. It came in from it's everywhere. And if you missed it, I'm sorry because she's so awesome. Real, she's really so did. awesome. No, but that, she's so awesome. It's dude. a it's a great interview. And yeah, she's if so you awesome. haven't, yeah, if you haven't if you haven't heard it yet, get out there and listen to episode 43 because it's oh a, we love her. Man. It's a good one. It's we, a good we one. We love her so much. Fortunately, you know, her. fortunately because it was you know we are where we are. She wasn't in studio and it was phone call quality and you know some of it's a little little blab because of the you know the the extent of the phone line. But uh, but yeah, no, great great conversation. Great. You two, and I listened to it, and I almost forgot all about it. You two got into the whole conversation talking about Dolly and, and Salvador Dolly and the artwork and all that, and that was so cool. Yes. I mean, it's like you uh, you got into a conversation the robot bartender wasn't even aware of and, and uh, actually had fun d doing a little deep dive on Salvador Dolly because she was not familiar. So, no, so, really? Yeah, yeah. So any of you guys that have missed all that, uh, get get back there and listen to that one. That's a, that's a good one, and it's uh, – very entertaining and informative and educational and just some good tunes. So, so yep, yep, yep. Check. Yeah, we that, that was a fun that was a fun uh, episode. Just like this one's gonna be, man, because we are a plethora of useless information <laughs> ded dedicated <laughs> to your little high beam ears, and uh, you might learn something, you might not, but and something you might already know, but who cares? So. But, it, but it's fun for us. And, but it's fun for us, and hopefully it's fun for you. And our listeners keep growing. And we are out to set to conquer the world. There we go. So 
you know what? You'll find this interesting. I um I was doing some uh, I was just looking at some stats. You know, we're approaching a one year here thing. You know, so I was I, I know I, I was reviewing some stats, and of course our, I got our, I got people that are excited right now. I'm 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 like uh, excited. I, I I wanted to do I wanted to check out the top. Maybe will you do your top eleven early? You have to figure out what number. Oh, I, I no I number got eleven. It. Well, here I'll just run through these for you though. But of course, our top episode is uh, episode number one, you know, our introductory episode, because anybody that finds it's going to typically listen to that, which in retrospect, it's not the best episode, but you know, <laughs> but that's okay. Well, but that's okay. Well, we started out, we were on the ground floor, just like everybody said, you need to start now with the podcast and start getting your shit together because if you don't, you're going to get left behind. You're going to miss and the boat. We, we dedicated ourselves. Right. Yep. To doing this, uh, giving you guys a weekly show every week, no matter what the circumstances, how we're going to do it or how or nothing. We are going to pull this off and we're going to be here. Remember that? Yep. I, I do. Our listeners that I do. And I said, I love doing this show. I know you love doing this show. And um, I mean, I can go on and on. I mean, but anyway, it's 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 really weird, and you know that I'm back in the field, right? I do, right. So I'm dealing with a whole bunch of homeowners right now. Homos, homeowners. Oh, homeowners. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, don't know. I, I guess I didn't. I, I didn't realize that I, pool business was so specific. <laughs> I, you know, I don't get to pick and choose where I go, but that's their own preference. But, right. Right. So. Not that there's anything I, wrong with that. No, I mean, you know, what you got to do is what you got to do. <laughs> That's I mean, right. <laughs> in the in the privacy of your own homo. No, that or, was not me on the tape. <laughs> <laughs> in the own privacy of your home ownership, um, you know, things could be different, you know, whatever lifestyle. But <laughs> I, I'm just saying, uh, no, 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 no. I'm just saying everybody's. Take it easy. Home, Everybody's home ownership has changed. <laughs> Correct. Is that my rant for today? Because I think I went a little early. It might have been a little premature, you know, whatever situation I'm in. But yeah, yeah, come on. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Play that funky music, white boy. Because I'll get off, man, because I'm about to ready to ride in my own garage. There's nobody here. There's. Everybody's in Minneapolis or Texas or hey, all right. So anyway, all right, slow the music down. Did you did you know? Hey, Scooter, do you know that they were gonna? They had a uh, uh, they were preparing a protest in uh, Port Huron today for the killing of uh, Mr. Floyd. There. I did not. Yeah, they were gonna host a thing, a protest, a protest in Port Huron today. Do we have a lot of um, uh, police brutality in Port Heron? I don't have the information on that. Obviously, I work now a lot, but I had heard something that today they're going to protest in Port Huron, Kimball, Kentucky, nearish, Port Huron-ish, right around here-ish, Detroit, 60 miles, right here. They're going to throw something up. Did I get a hold of that information? No. But was it going to happen today? Yes. So... I guess I didn't realize we had a police brutality problem in this area, but, uh, I don't think we did, but, but I don't know how I could see it because I've been trapped in my garage for the last uh, 
three months. So <laughs> I, I know you, have, but, but look, here's the thing. Here's the thing with these freaking riots. And I, I, I get it. People are pissed. People are pissed. But what you don't do, what are you going to do? You're going to burn down your target or your Home Depot or your bank. And then like three days later, when this whole thing blows over, it's like that's that small percentage percentage of people. Now, where are you going to go shop? (laughs) You got nothing. (laughs) Oh, we don't have a target. Oh, we don't have a Home Depot. (laughs) Oh, we don't have a gas station. You blew it all up and you it all up. Dumbasses. I don't get the whole hammering on the cash registers and target and the alarms going off at like three in the morning. I mean, really, everything's already been looted. What are you going to do when it's all said and done? How many billion or millions and billions of dollars it's going to cost to rebuild that just to put. And then think about this. Even if you burnt just you burned a target down. Think about how many people you just put out of work. Yes, correct. That's correct. Or a Home Depot or a gas station. You just burned it down. And then how many of those people did you just put out of work that are at this point in time, essential, non-essential, but that's what you depend on. But now they have no place to go. Where are you going to go? Your twin city, Minneapolis. Where are you going to go? St. Paul? Oh, no, you burned that down, too. So where are you going to go? 100 miles away to go pick up supplies? I mean, I, I don't understand. I get the protesting, but the rioting and the looting, I don't understand. Do you have a thought on this? Please enlighten me if you do. I don't even understand why we're protesting um, all over the country. I mean, this is... This is completely out of control. I mean, yesterday, I'm looking at a list right here. You know, I mean, obviously, Minneapolis, you know, is where it, where it happened. And they've been doing it for days. And it's getting, like you say, even more and more violent and vigilant. And, and you know, they're burning cop cars and they're burning. But Detroit, like you say, I mean, there was 1,500 people yesterday. It was peaceful yesterday. Not so peaceful today. Portland, Oregon. Um, you know, Los Angeles, it's Washington it's, last night. It's, was, it's just, you know, Memphis, they were Tennessee, tearing, Washington was burnt. They, they broke the barricades in front of the white house and were, they had, sometimes they, they were, sometimes you don't. <laughs> the cops took their handcuffs and put them on these metal railings and the protest had already pushed that back and went another 20 feet in front of the white house. Now, National Security, uh, Secret Service, uh, uh, National Guard, uh, everybody was sitting in front of there. And they said, you know what? You already crossed the f-ing line, assholes. And now we're in front of the White House. We're this close. They started pushing back because they had to. Right. And now you got rubber bullets. You have tear gas, smoke bombs, uh everything else that's going on and it it was it's been out of control i i i don't know i don't know i i seen a woman and she was on the front line and all i could think of is like an anthrax concert when you're like moshing and you're you know you're getting pushed and mashed to the front there's nowhere to go like you're the front line and what's going on behind you 
you're struggling because maybe you don't even want to be there. You were trying to, you're an innocent. And then you got all the people in this pressure that are pushing you and pushing down these uh, barricades and you don't even want to be there. And the one guy, you know, the reporter, he's like, all she wants to do, get out of here. And she's trying to climb the front. She's on the front line and she's trying to climb the fence. She can't even get out because she's so pushed into this. I don't think everybody that would uh, showed up wanted to get in that situation. You know what I mean? Well, they probably shouldn't like, have been there. There you go. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but this is, this is history. I mean, people are rioting, protesting. Why? And Why are these people rioting? Answer that for me. Why are they? I rioting? will. I will. Because you have a white cop that put his knee on a black guy for six minutes, choked him out and killed him. Yep. The guy did nothing as for as resisting arrest. And this guy, he's got his hand in his pocket against the cop car. You can see his right foot wiggling around and he's got his other knee choking his vocal cords on the back of this guy's neck. Guy's screaming for mercy. Can't breathe. And I'm only bitching because I've been there. I've been handcuffed to a stop sign. My head slammed against a police car, thrown in there, in jail, kicked in the ribs. You know, I've, I, I lived, obviously, but I've been in that situation. It's not cool. And it doesn't matter. It's white on white, black on black. It doesn't matter. When they want to F with you, they will. I don't know why this guy did that. And I don't know why the cops standing around didn't do something. Because if I was there, I would have clotheslined that mother and took him right off his rocker and clotheslined that bitch. There's no reason for that. He's already in handcuffs. And they already stated, when you're in handcuffs, you're not a threat anymore. And then six minutes later, you kneel down on the guy's neck, choke the guy out, and the guy died. So my question is... And, and we all know there's bad cops. There's bad co There's bad people in every form of society. Every form. Every form. It doesn't matter whether it's white collar, whether it's whether it's law enforcement, whether it's the fire department. I can name them on and on and on and on. There's bad people everywhere. So you got a bad cop. So immediately, immediately he was put on an administrative suspension. It wasn't long after that he was fired. He's already got his his information in front of the district attorney, and they are reviewing it, and they've already filed formal charges against him. So why do we have to burn 15 cities across the country down to to make a point to well, they're already they're already going to charge him with a third degree murder. He's already he's already there now. The other cops, the other three cops, and whatever are sitting there. That there's a law in Michigan. If you see a crime going on and you don't report it, that's just as bad as anything else. They they want if you see something going on and you don't report it, you could be held liable or accountable for not doing nothing. Correct. That's a law in Michigan. If you see a crime, you should report it. You should report it. But if you don't do nothing and you were a witness and you didn't do nothing, you could be held accountable. 
Do you know that law? So yeah, yeah, I'm very familiar with that law. So, but but my point of it is, if you're if you're a witness standing there while that cop's doing that, and you witness it, and you choose not to do anything, I mean, how many people are going to take a stand and go confront the cops when you've got four cops standing there? How many people exactly. are going to jump in the middle exactly. of that? Exactly. But so my point, my point what is, do, what does it take? A video, video to to prove that point. Well, it's it it's all it's all out there. It's you know they have all the information. My question is, if they're from what I've seen so far, I don't I don't understand what the protests are about. I don't understand what the rioting is about because simple fact is, so far to this point, from what I've seen. Minneapolis is doing all the right things. They're doing exactly what they're supposed to do. I mean, these guys, these guys are now it's a different. Now, if you want to protest when these guys get set off scot-free and they're all set and they get, you know, they get their pension back and they get their whatever, whatever, that's a whole different story. But the crime happened. Crime happens every freaking day, every day, everywhere. Here's here's the thing. Either he's going to get charged with three degree, uh, three degree or three degree murder or first degree murder. It's one or the other. But the other guys, uh, those guys, the, the policemen that stood around and did nothing, they are supposed to, in my book, are supposed to be held accountable. They will be. Like I said, if I was there, I would have clotheslined that mother about a minute and a half, and I would have choked him out. The so, cop, I don't care what color he was. So we're going to burn 15 cities down in speculation of what might to, might yet to come? I'm not saying that, dude. I'm just saying it's not they, what you're – I understand that they're going about it the wrong way. There's a right to protest, but there's – but what's going on, the looting and the rioting and the, and, and the larceny, that's wrong. That's, Absolutely. That's – that's wrong. There's no reason for that. Kind of simple. But, All you gotta do is go back to the Bible, and I think it says two rights don't make a wrong somewhere in there. I, but I <laughs> but they also but Minneapolis, St. Paul, Texas, anywhere that's going on, they understand that if they don't let these people get their frustrations out, either what's gonna happen or what's gonna happen might be worse. Right? Because you know. And I'm telling, I, I've told everybody over and over and over and over. The people, the people that make the laws and this and that, I'm telling you right now and what's scary and what they think is scary is we have the numbers. We have the numbers. We have more numbers than they have numbers. And that's what they're scared of. And if this happens and I'm telling you, no democracy, no empire, nothing has lasted over 300 years in the world as a dynasty. Anything. It doesn't matter. We're working on a democracy that is Holy over 200, 250 years old. When do you think that this is going to crumble or fall apart? Um, because... The, there, there needs to be laws changed and things need to happen. And yeah, that's why we have amendments. The forefathers had it um, almost exactly to what it is today. And they knew, not saying they were uh, gurus or anything uh, 
of the future, but they already knew the, the shit that could happen. And that's why the constitution works. Socialism doesn't work. Communism doesn't work. Democracy is the best thing that we got. It's a two-party system. Is it perfect? No. Right now, what democracy is, I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed of the two-party system right now. Do you understand that? Yes. Why, why cannot they work together? And I said this. 20, 30 years ago, the Democrats or Republicans, they, they flipped their agendas. The, what the Democrats wanted when the Reagan era of uh, 80s has flipped and the Democrats and the Republicans. Where in the world are the Democrats? Have changed sides. I don't understand. But why can't we work together? It's pathetic. I'm sick of it. I'm done and I'm ranting over and I'm sorry, man, we haven't talked in a week and I'm sorry to unload, but holy shit. Here's a show folks. <laughs> what's going on out there? You know, what's going on out there. People are collecting unemployment. They're not doing shit and they like it. It's a form of socialism, free money. Who doesn't want free money? Well, that's a true statement, but you know, um, AOC actually uh, actually has a, has a thought on that, and she she thinks that we should just continue that on. She's uh, she's pretty happy with. Did you uh, did you hear her talk about that? It was a couple weeks ago. Did you hear her talk about that? No, we talked about it, but I haven't seen her on uh, television. So that yeah, this is the called the new battle hymn of the new socialist states of America, sung by its first lady. Oh, for There's fuck's a lot sake. that we could be doing right now, but ultimately, the I think when we talk about this idea of reopening society, you know, only in America does the president, when the president tweets about liberation, does he mean go back to work? When we, you know, have this discussion about going going back or reopening, I think a lot of people should just say no. We're not going back to that. We're not going back to working 70 hour weeks just so that we could put food on the table and not even feel any sort of semblance of security in our lives. There's a lot that we could be doing right now, but ultimately. Dude, you're killing me, man, yeah, right now. Well, she just figures everybody should just stay home. There's no reason to go back to work. Everybody just stay home, apparently. You know, and it's fun. I, I, I did. I talked a little bit about that, you know, a couple times since I've watched that. And I agree with her from one aspect. Going back to what we used to do, and we've had this talk a little bit before. Going back to what we used to do, to the rat race, to the to the nonstop, to the going, to the going, you know, seventy hour weeks, you know, fourteen hour days, six seven days a week. I mean, it's stupid. It's stupid. You know, there's no reason to be doing that. There's no reason to be chasing. You know, and if that's where we're at with we have to keep making that kind of money and we got to keep doing those type of things there's more important shit in life than constantly go 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 and maybe there needs to be some changes where the the, the cost of living comes down somehow and the and the and the requirements for the that the, the extreme amounts of money that are required to get by come down and you know i mean there's so many ways to fix that because the idea that we have to have where we're at or where we were, I should say, 
with a two-person household with both people in the house working, in some cases trying to raise two kids and, and, and doing everything they can just to make the house payment and just to keep the lights on. And, you know, something... Hey, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. That's what they call the middle class. Yeah. And guess And guess what? The middle class went bye-bye. Where's the middle class? It's only the rich and the poor anymore. Right, right. That what you're describing right to me right now, it what it used to be the middle class. Yep. Mom and dad used to go to work, kids at uh, school, uh, come home, we eat dinner, everybody goes to school and work, and then boom, boom, everybody's home. You know, nobody had to work two, three f-ing jobs, man. Exactly. You know? Exactly. The middle class went bye bye in the 08 crisis. Oh, the crunch and the bullshit. And when the banks and the whole shit and everybody else got bailed out and they gave all the money to the banks and didn't give shit to the people, that was the end of the middle class. Yep. Now, excuse me for being very loud or very obnoxious or very whatever I am, but I'm right. And I've seen it and I've lived through it and I don't like it. I don't like it. I understand. There's the 1%. There's the 5%. There's the the 100,000 years. There's the millionaires. There's the 10,000 years. You know what? You know, everybody, there's there's tax brackets all over the place and where you fit in, right? Right. Everybody kind of knows where their place was back in the day. You're middle class. You're upper middle class. You're rich. You're richer. You're millionaire. You're a billionaire. You're a zillionaire. Whatever. But everybody knew kind of where they were. And then that's why we could tell jokes and get through. But if you want to go back and create a middle class, what has to happen is everybody kind of knows need to where they fit on their education their environment, their social interactive things, you know, that there, there were certain jokes. There were certain things that you could say. Yeah. Is racism alive? Yeah. Racism has been alive for 400 years. I'm sorry. I didn't invent it. You didn't invent it. Everybody in this country has the right to grab the pursuit of happiness. It's not, it, it's not a guarantee, right? In the constitution. It is not. It is not a guarantee. The pers- It's called the pursuit of happiness for a reason. And why it is a reason is because you have either been born here or whatever, but you have the right to pursue the right, to happiness, the pursuit of happiness. And you also have the right to do whatever you want. You have so many rights, but if you don't like it, guess what? You have the right to leave the country. Correct. That's me. If you don't like it here, leave. (laughs) Sorry. Now, not everybody that has a job 
in government or politics or this or that is qualified, just like you have the right to work. Do you have any experience doing a podcast? I do now. Oh, yeah. I got a year under my belt, dude. I'm probably better than most. <laughs> All right. But did, but did you? No. Did you? No. Right. Besides, you besides my audio experience, no, I, I did when, not. When you applied for this job, did you have any prior qualifications to do this job? I did not. Okay. So, you just, we, you know, you, you adapt or you die or you fail. Or you move on to the next thing, and maybe you're not good at this, but you're good at this. So what? Pick something that you're good at and stick with it, and that's what you're good at. All right? Not everybody fits into a genre. Here, what is uh, what does the Rob robot bartender say? Uh, Gendra? I, no, I always say Genre, which makes her nuts Gen- because you have <laughs> you actually you actually said it pretty close. It's a it's uh, it's. Genre. She learned that a long time ago when she was a school teacher. So, yeah, it's uh, I, I like to say genre. Genre. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, this is America. Obviously, everybody knows where they go and what they can do. And if you reach that potential, you can get there. It's called capitalism. It's not socialism. It's not divided fairness among the rest of us and your neighbor gets the same as you get and we all get a white picket fence with a painted mailbox and a pool in the backyard and we're all supposed to be happy i want sucks i want my bottle of milk on my front porch every day too by the way don't well there you go don't forget that well there you go (laughs) land of the free home of the brave yep So let's do a shot to those guys. I'm sorry. I no. don't mean to get a. I've been on a rant. I've been out in the field. I've seen it firsthand. I'm not just sitting here ranting and bullshitting and going off about shit. I don't know what I'm talking about. But I'm telling you, man, people miss what's going on out there, man. Well, you keep explaining that for a sec because if we're going to have a shot, I have to go get one. So, All right. So. You want me to keep talking? I'm going to talk to these people. So obviously, this is a podcast. We're on episode 44. We're rocking and rolling. We've been self-quarantined for the last, oh my God, three months. Trying to do the right thing, you know, to our listeners and everybody else. And I'm telling you, Michigan right now. Governor Whitless, Governor Hitler, Governor what the fucker faces. I I get it, but I'm telling you, the people that I'm encountering because they lifted the construction order two weeks ago on Thursday. Now today is Saturday. So that was basically two and a half weeks ago. Lifted the order. What is the essential? Here's what I fucking don't like. The people that are working in the party stores, you think that lottery, liquor, uh, fucking cigarettes, they're essential. You got these these party stores that are open, but you got the sixth floor of the hospital that's closed, right? Because, no, we can't let you in. 
we can't do this. We can't treat you. We can't do that. But we'll give you a mask and you can sell liquor, cigarettes, lottery, fucking booze, uh, Cheetos or whatever in a party store. Or you can fucking go here and this and that. Or you can go to Walmart and get your fucking cat food and your dollar can of SpaghettiOs, you know, but keep your but keep your six feet distancing. But you can't go to a bank. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. Oh, my God. How are you going to let 100 people into an establishment, but then you can't let 10 people in this establishment? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, some of it I get. Some of it I really don't. But um... No, go ahead. I mean, uh, this is... I, I'm not starting to debate with you. I'm just, I don't even want to argue with you. I'm just seeing what I see in the real world right now. And uh, it, it's crazy. So if you can help me explain this, I, I, I would really love an outside opinion uh, that we haven't really debated or talked about. So if you got something, please. I can't, I can't help you any more than, than, and this, unlike anything else, um, this is no different. This whole, this whole situation that we're currently living in is no different than what we've seen over the last three years, four years, five years, eight years. It is that, and it goes back to what you said earlier. The, 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 nobody can get along. I don't care whether it's Republican or Democrat or black or white or, or Mexican or, uh, socialist or, you know, I peg, peg hole, you know, put them in any pigeonhole that you want to put them in. It doesn't matter. People are so selfish and so self-righteous that their opinion is their opinion. And that is the only opinion. And that's the way it's got to be. They don't see, they don't see any room on the other side for any type of negotiation for give, for take, for, for, uh, well, I'd, you know, I mean, there used to be a day when we would debate Debate, not not protest, but debate. We would get in a room and we would talk about it, and I would tell you how I felt about it, and you would tell me how you felt about it, and we would hopefully come to a conclusion, a meet in the middle, or we would re-debate it another day. But it's not like that, and I see the same freaking thing out there right now with all these people with with you know how they feel about the virus and the and the pandemic and the and the in the lockdowns and the you've got one side that says yeah we got to do everything we're told to do we got to follow the rules we got to do the right thing and then you have the completely other side that says yeah this is this is just bullshit and it's a political play and it's a it's a you know it's all inflated and it's all and why are you wearing a mask you know are you sick no but i don't want to be you know i mean it's but Everybody tries to inflict their opposing views on the other person. And, and, you know, it's like, it's, there's no, there's no getting, you know, there's just, there's no reason in the middle. There's no conversation. Right, well, there's no, well, here, here, here's the thing. If you wear a mask, uh, you shouldn't get sick. So if I don't wear a mask, why are, why are you worried about it? But why are you giving, why are you giving me shit? Because I'm wearing a mask. 
I I would, and I haven't. And no, I no, no. And I'm not saying you are. I'm just you know, you're, you're I'm playing the hypothetical. I'm giving the hypothetical so back. If you're wearing if you're wearing a mask, and I'm not wearing a mask, then what the fuck are you worried about? Because you're protected. Correct. I'm protected. So, and so and and what, what why are you worried about? But why you're, you're you're doing what you're doing to protect yourself and your family? Maybe I'm not, but still. But yeah. why do you why do you care if I do? Because I, I exactly I physically if, saw if the, that if, today. If the guy next to me is not wearing a mask and I'm not wearing a mask, we automatically it, it's it's automatically known that you may be asymmetric or a a uh, somatic uh, carrier, and I might have potential of carrying it. But here you go. If you know that you know you're kind of sick, uh, how many symptoms? When's the last time you seen Fauci, Fauci on the news on Fox? Um, since the last time the uh, the press crucified him and he got pissed off and walked off the stage. What was that? Two weeks ago? Oh no, that's been close to a month now. That's been on three weeks to a where, month. Where 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 that face go? And I'm sorry, I don't mean to call him a face, but these experts and and look, the governor of New York. Uh, what happened to him? <laughs> Where's all his uh, TV thing? Where'd he go? Oh my God! I just cannot believe it. I'm. And this started with the impeachment of Trump. You understand? We've been covering this, and I, you, I mean, how much more crap that you can pile on a Dagwood sandwich and eat that shit without feeling sick to your stomach? You can only eat so much garbage and then feeling sick to your stomach. I mean, it's just, it's just that bad. It's just, it's just that bad out there, Scott. All right, bro. You know, I love you and I love our listeners and I love this, but holy crap. I mean, enough is enough. Everybody is getting ready to freaking explode. All right. I mean, look at the riots. Look at this. Look at that. I mean, it's coming. It's going to come to a head, dude. And we're going to be here for you, folks, because. Oh, we have a protester. We're going to cover it (laughs) one way or another. But anyway, on the lighter side of things, let's do a shot. (laughs) I thought you'd never ask. It's good to see you, my friend. Mm. It is, too. I wish I could talk Russian. I would sound like so cool if I could. See, I can't do it. It just doesn't work that way. No, no, it does not. No, uh, it does not. Well, on the lighter side of things, I was watching Always earlier. look on the bright side. Well, I can go there, too. Easy. I can do, go there very easy. But uh, I was watching this uh, SpaceX launch today, and that was pretty awesome. That was uh, I enjoyed that a lot. Did you see it? No, they were going to they were going to do it yesterday. Yeah, the weather, the weather killed it. And they were going to do it like a couple of days ago, but uh, yeah, it was all weather. It was all weather. It's, it's been scheduled a, well, for a while, but it actually took place today. So I mean, that was hist- right. that was history in the making today. It was very cool right. to watch it, and uh, that was one of the first. So when I got done with work today, I was one of the first things I did is actually sat down and checked out the news. And I saw that I'm like, that's that's pretty neat. And 
and if you if you get a chance to watch the video, obviously I'll post in the show notes. But if you get a chance to watch the video, the neat thing about it was um, looking at because uh, they showed they had uh, they had the external view of ex- the actual launch and the actual takeoff, and and it's the first the first um, flight launch since 2011. But, yes, it is. But watching the watching the astronauts. You got to see the astronauts in the suits that they are wearing nowadays. It's it's just incredible just to see where technology's gone in the last ten years. And uh, well, you know, it's a private company that is uh, pursuing this launch. SpaceX. Yeah. 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 SpaceX has taken over the rocketry division for SpaceX has been around for I want to say almost twenty years. And SpaceX actually built and had a lot of the technology for the rocket, the rocket engines, and all of that that um, that was going into the shuttles and all that. Anyways, I mean SpaceX has been doing this for a long, long time. So they've just taken over since NASA got out of the game. Um, I think that was 2000, 2010 that NASA announced that they were going to actually get out of the whole rocket game, launching game, all you know, all, everything to do with. Um, uh, rocket propulsion and all that stuff because that used to be strictly controlled well, by NASA. Well, what was is that they weren't going to put anybody else into space. Correct, correct. So this was the so this was the first time since 2011 that uh, that the U.S. actually sent astronauts into space. So yeah, it was very neat to watch. It was a very historic day. It was very it was very cool. I uh, I enjoyed it and and like i say just watching the uh watching the astronauts and the outfits that they were wearing and uh what the spacesuits look like now is uh is very cool very cool i mean it's just uh the technology they almost look like they're wearing just uh white tuxedos nowadays with helmets on you know i mean it's just uh it's a completely different style a completely different look but it just shows you the the change in technology and where we're at Florida's actually opened back up. It's funny. Uh, Davis sent me a uh, text yesterday, and uh, it was it was funny. To, I looked at it, and I didn't respond to it today because I didn't actually know how I wanted to respond to it. But he sent me a text and uh, said, uh, said uh, FLA is open back up, just so you know, Scooter. And I, and I, sent, I sent him back a response, and I went, yeah, well, sorry about your luck. I'm kind of getting used to the new, to the new, stay at home, stay safe, stay away from people. <laughs> it's been a nice vacation, you know. I don't know. I'm no look, man. I I, I get it, and I've seen a major relaxed form in you since the coronavirus. Have. You definitely have a different tone and things and outlook census has started it, it's a great opportunity to get back to ourselves it is it is and i think we've really grabbed onto that and we've really done something with that and i'm talking everything i'm talking everything from from household chores you know i mean simple things like uh like uh painting the walls and cleaning up you know i it was funny when we went on our road trip today 
I looked at all the places that we've driven so many times and driven by and the whole different look of the cleaner, you know, the, the more organized, the, 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 the improvements, the, all of those things. And, and so, I mean, everything from that to, to financially looking at finances and looking at the future and, you know, taking some money and moving it around and, 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 you know, we've, we've done a little bit in the stock market we've done, you know, I mean, all those things that that we have just never discussed. You missed. We missed. You missed. We missed. You missed. And then, it, and then again, flying by. Even, even just our relationship, our relate. It was so cute because we, uh, when we had to go to the island today, the one thing we did do is uh, the robot bartender says, can, "Can we at least just go?" You know, I feel bad every time we come over here and we don't do it. Can we at least just have go have like a driveway meeting with with my sister? And I said, "Hell yes!" You know. They're, they're smart people. They do the right thing. And, you know, we're going to do the right thing. And, you know, so, yeah, let's, so we did, but it was cute because the way the conversation ended, I, I said to, I said to her sister, I said, you know what, you know, cause she was making a joke about being trapped at home for the last three months. And I says, it's funny here. It's been 24 seven for the last three months with your sister. And I said, and we still, we still like each other, you know, we're, ah! we're, we're, we're actually, we're actually closer now, I think, than, than, than we have been in quite some time and understand each well, other so much that, better. That's, and, the, that's the opposite of what's going on because they're the domestic violence is, Oh, it is like 110%. Yeah. And so, the yeah. divorce rates and all those things. So, I mean, that's going to bring it out. If you have a bad relationship, it's probably going to get worse. If you have a good relationship, it's probably going to get better. But that's, that's, unfortunately, we've been on the top side of that where our good relationship has become so much better. I mean, so much closer and so much, you know, the, the, the knowing each other and the, yeah, it's, it's, it's been, uh, in a lot of ways. I mean, there's just so many ways it's been, um, it's been a, it's been a good thing to, reflect on everything from like i say uh home finance mental family friends all of those things so it's uh, same, same with me it's like when it happen, it'll happen man you know what i mean if you push something too hard i mean it might go over the edge and just <laughs> fall right into a, <laughs> right know. right you know i mean if you push something too hard yep so there's give and take to a lot of stuff, man. And, you know, I think we balance each other out a little bit. I mean, yep. we're figuring, we're figuring each other out. Sure. You know I, mean? I don't want to ring your ass yesterday. If you had a shitty day on the end of the week of a fucking <laughs> Friday, man, I was like, fuck. Right. Yeah. But, but, but I was, uh, I, I want to explain something. I was severely, um, completely physically dehydrated i don't know how many sunburns i can get in on top of a sunburn oh they're good for you no. yeah you can but, you can yeah, get lots yeah i was just uh you can stack complete. them like like cordwood if you want yeah <laughs> yeah but i was uh day after day i, I was completely my my hands are numb and split and everything hurts and i got sunburn you know just on top of sunburn 
And it, it was brutal, dude, for a while. Hey, believe brutal. me, do you think I don't remember? I mean, I, it's I'll talk about a role reversal. All those days that you were standing inside that air-conditioning bar, uh, cracking beers and pouring <laughs> shots, and, and, you know, the worst thing you had to do if you broke a sweat is run up and down the bar two or three times. I was out there in the hot sun digging trenches and pulling right. wire and crawling right. around on the mulch under bushes and sweating my ass off, so... <laughs> right. If you if you're looking for sympathy, you sons of bitch, you ain't getting none. Because <laughs> I've been there, done that, and I and it's okay. I get it. I get it. You, you know. And there's times you got to do whatever you can do to make the money, and and sometimes you just need a career change, anyways. But but uh, yeah, no, I I've seen. And there's other days. I remember so many days, and you'll have those days come to you too. You know, like like tomorrow when you go into work, you'll go. Oh, this is so nice. It's like 62 degrees out and the wind's blowing and, you know, ain't that big a deal. And, the, you know, it's, I mean, yeah, I, there's good. It's it, everything comes with a trade off and the grass isn't always greener, no matter what anybody tells you. Sometimes, sometimes you get the best and sometimes you get the worst. I was just thinking about today when we were coming across the ferry, thinking about them deckhands out there today on the ferry, you know, sitting out there. And sometimes we go over there in the middle of January and I look at those poor deckhands out there with the, the, the rain, rain, snow, sleet blowing, you know, 30 miles an hour at their faces. And they're out there standing in the middle of it going, I can't even get in the shelter, you know, they're going, their job sucks right now. And then I look at them today out there in, uh, you know, comfy, comfy T-shirt and the sun beating on their face and the wind blowing, nice breeze blowing, waves chopping, everything all blue and sunshiny. And it's like, yeah, this is a good day to have that job, you know. So, <laughs> I mean, it's it's everything's a trade-off, you know. It's you, you get your good with your bad with everything in the middle. So, it is what it is. It is what it is. We make our choices. And, and believe me, if you don't like your choice you made, just remember, the grass ain't always greener. <laughs> it's just a simple fact, no, of, no, simple fact no, of life. Not. So at one point before you got off on a rant, I was trying to tell you, I went back over the past year and I looked at our top episodes. So of course, you know, episode, episode one, the number one is, is the number one. And episode two is, is, and I think episode two partially is because that was the one that we did. It's called Supergroups, if you remember back a year ago. Oh, yeah. But from there, guess what, ep guess what our third top episode was? Number 10. Well, remember, number 10 was two parts. Oh, yeah, we did. A, uh, yeah, we did, didn't we? We did, too. It, it was a long one. But uh, I'm going to have to go with... Uh, Really, you put me on the spot. I'm right putting now you on the spot a, right now. For I mean, my, for our our episode, for uh, our our top episodes, I'm doing our top ten episodes right here. I'll go with number three was uh, number thirty three. Number three was actually ten two, part two of uh, of the number ten episode. Oh, number three. Oh, you're talking individual. I'm like, talking. Not... I'm talking our top ten best episodes. All right. By download, so, by download. Well, number th number three would be number thirty three. Number three was uh, episode ten, part two. Okay. And then, believe it or not, our fourth our fourth top episode mm -hmm. was last year's episode uh, D Day. Oh yeah, the D Day episode. 
Really? Yeah. And ironically, and I was thinking, I have to, I'm going to have to go Killer. back and listen to that again because if I if I remember right, that must have been how good that episode was because I've, if I remember right, I think that that was the episode that we had all kinds of audio problems. And it took me, <laughs> I, I do. I think that was when everything was <laughs> echoing and it was weird. <laughs> you, we had all that audio issue with that whole show and I did the best I could and finally said, screw it, we're putting, I think, I think that was the episode. So if I'm right, that just goes to show you how much everybody enjoyed, the, you know, that, that episode. Us, because yeah, that's, that's well, a, the more, the more we fuck up, the better the show does. <laughs> Well, that would that would explain why episode eight is in the top ten. It is number ten in the top ten, but episode eight is number ten in the top ten episodes ever. So, <laughs> well, thank you, Australia. And you remember uh, you remember the name of that episode, don't you? Which one? Episode eight. That episode was episode eight. That was too comfy and then too much. Too comfy <laughs> and too much. Nice. Uh, yep. Yep. But, uh, yeah, you're, it's funny. You brought up episode 33, and episode 33 came in at number five. That's our most – that's our number fifth. Oh, most, no aesthetic. Yeah, number, oh, yeah, most downloaded. Yeah, divine timing. And, and of course – And we'll, then episode, we'll see, we'll see how, episodes later. Yeah, you know. we'll see how quickly 43 climbs, but uh, I can see that climbing right up there because that was really a great show with uh, no aesthetic on 43. But uh, – but yeah, that's just uh, just a little history for you out of the top ten as we're approaching the one year. So I, I'm sure we'll get back to those again. But uh, um, yeah, episode eight that was I saw that on there and I went, that's funny. That's actually in our top ten episodes is episode eight. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> no, we we have a lot of. I sincerely believe that if the coronavirus in the studio and the whole thing and what we've created and where our ideas have gone and where we're going uh if this one wouldn't have slowing us down bam you know we could have done so much more but if we didn't i mean everything happens for a reason i understand that so you got what you get and you got you know to get in. but we are going to be on track and now you know, the podcast world, which uh, we love, by the way, this is super cool. And I just want to, I want to lay down something. The pioneers of this podcast thing, even through the thick and thin, we're going to be here for you guys. I, I told you, thank you for letting us come in your ears. And that's basically a metaphor. I get it. But, you know. Rock on, soldiers, man. This is cool stuff, man. This is history. We have documented everything that has been going on so far. This is cool stuff. You can go back, and this will be floating around in cyberspace or this or whatever, and you can continue to listen to our episodes over and over and over and over again, you know? I mean, it's it's there for history, right? Right on. You know, this is documentation of history. It is too. I mean, it is. I've never experienced another time in space. My, I'm I'm gonna be fifty three in July fourth. I've never experienced a, a better time or 
anything to be alive and documented in in 2020 than this moment in time. It's super cool, folks. I swear to God, we this is history. This is in the making. This is real. You're never going to fucking get anything more real than what you're going to get right here. And I'm telling you. Now, Speaking of which, go. since you're talking about real and going on right now, I just saw this come up on uh, CBS. Pol- protesters and police clash in Fairfax. And uh, we definitely, everyone is excited to work, to come together, to enjoy a peaceful protest. Make a, make a mark, make a difference, but do so in a way that we walk away the next day. Our community is intact. It's not trashed. Our businesses are open. They're starting to open now because of the pandemic, slowly but surely. Let's not add another tragedy on top of the tragedy we're already enduring because of the pandemic. We don't need two. Let's just focus on the one and let's work together. So with that, let's uh, get a first. Yeah, they got, uh, they're actually attacking, attacking, the protesters are now attacking the police. Um, and uh, they're sending they're sending an HRT in right now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I yeah. Mean, you look at Washington. You look at Minneapolis. You look at St. Paul. You look at Texas. You look at California. You look at anywhere it's going on. All it did was take a white cop, put his knee on a black guy that didn't resist uh, arrest for six minutes. And rub his toe into the ground, and then suffocate the guy, and then boom, the guy's dead. You know, Charles yeah. Floyd dead. You know, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, people are going to be pissed about that, especially with the cameras. I'm telling you, this is going to work oppositely for big corporate because the camera you wanted. These cameras everywhere to spy on everybody. Now, guess what? You have all these cameras and you're spying on yourself, you sons of bitches. Now, look at you, cocksuckers. And I'm getting pissed again because here we go. Why can't we catch the drug trafficking, the child molesting rings, the deep corporate bullshit? of uh the slave trade or anything else where's the cameras on that no you want to focus on the poor and the so-called middle class right now but the richie riches are getting away with everything and you just want to hammer and hammer on all the rest of us anybody that's beneath a poverty or poverty level or a middle class level and then you just want to watch us. What are you What are you doing in your high quarter, uh, systematic, uh, judgmental bullshit chamber? I mean, come on. We already know what you're doing up there. You want a one world government. You're a five percenter or a one percenter. And then you don't care who makes the rules or the laws as long as you guys have the money. Right? right? Well, welcome to the new world system. We're not putting up with it. And we have the numbers. And that's what you guys are scared of. 
And that is the conspiracy shit that I was talking about a while ago. We have the numbers and you guys don't like it. And guess what? When we start rioting and we start doing this and start rebelling, and when you take our rights away from us, we don't like it. So guess what? We're going to start creeping into your little high towers and this and that. We might be your maids and we might be your servants and we might be your waiters and your bartenders and whoever. Guess what? But we're going to find out who you are, just like Fight Club. Watch that movie over and over. And guess what? You might get a clue because if you think you're going to rule the world, guess what? We got other plans for you. So there you go. You might have the money, but we're going to take it from you, you sons of bitches. And you know what? It's not about socialism or capitalism or democracy or communism. I can go on and on and on and on. But here's what needs to happen. It's a revolution of consciousness. We all need to speak the same language. Why are there so many different languages on this 25,000 square, 25,000 square round uh, spear? Why do we have a hundred and something languages? Why, why are we talking in tongues? You know, here's a theory. The aliens have been here. They visited. They've been here. They kind of don't like. I mean, there might be whoever's in charge of the alien species from another world. That's why we have so many languages. Who knows? But other than that, it's to create indifference. And then to create a perfect world. And then when we finally all get along, we might be able to get along on this one planet. I don't know, but whatever. It doesn't matter. The whole give and get and receive and the thing like that. It's it's just so easy to be nice to somebody. It doesn't matter, man. You don't have this much time on a, on this planet to be angry or pissed off at somebody. Politics are nothing. It, it, it doesn't matter. You only have so much time on this planet to get along with everybody. We can speak in tongues all day long. I, I don't say, you know, y'all need to speak English or French or Spanish or Portuguese or, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Just get along. We'll have fun. It's okay. You know, it's not It's not that bad out there. You guys make it so bad. I go to work, man, and I work fools right now. I, I Right now, I'm an ex-bartender, but I have a trade. I'm a pool builder. I build pools, extreme pools. And I make people happy. And all day long, I go out and I see these people and I talk to these homeowners. And they're so glad that we're providing a service and just having fun 
is something that they can do with their grandchildren or their relatives or this in a time of bullshit. And we just go out there and we we do this service for these people. And we're I'm, I'm getting tips, excellent reviews because it, it's a trade. You have to take pride in your work. You have to provide a service that makes people happy. They want to spend their money, all right? They also need someone that listens and cares and gets the job done. That is a thing I, I, I think of the past because so many are the people are sitting around doing nothing and collecting crap. I mean, if I want to do that, I'd sit around and collect f***ing beer cans all day. But I don't. I go to work. I get my f***ing happy ass up. Six o'clock, go to work. You can find a job right now. Why is the unemployment at 40 million right now? Explain that to the people. Uh, because well, a lot of that is, well, it's, it, it's a two-part thing. It's very simple to explain. Um, so you have a lot of the people that have been displaced workers and displaced workers that have walked away from their job or their, their employers have laid them off from their job. And, and so they went and got told, you know, and I give you a good example. I mean, I, 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 I know one personally. Go home, file for unemployment. So that's that's what she did. She went and filed for unemployment. Now, the other side of it is, why don't you want to go back to work? Well, there's a couple of reasons, and it depends because it's different all over the country. Some places do not do are not open yet. Some places are not allowing people back yet. Some places have you know restrictions in place like Michigan Michigan's one of those I mean we're still at the stay-at-home order and there's so many industries that have not called anybody back yet including mine I mean we've been working because we have the ability to work from home but we we are not allowed to go back to the office if you want to follow the order the rule of law that we live under in the state right now other states have been going through different issues where they are opening back up and they're calling people back and people are making, you know, more money than they were working and they don't want to go back. And then the other side of it is you have people that are scared to go back because they're concerned about the, you know, the location they live in and they, and they want to make sure that they're doing the right thing and staying safe and they don't feel it's safe to go back to. So, I mean, there's a, there's, there's many issues playing in there, but you know, I, I, I know that some people are making more money on unemployment. Some people are making less money on unemployment. And, you know, it's just, it's just a variety of factors of where that particular person is. But I understand there's, there, there is, there is a ton of jobs available out there, even though unemployment is, is very high there at the other side of it is there's a ton of jobs available, but they're maybe not necessarily the jobs. I mean, and that's where we're at too. I mean, okay, so a person that that used to, I don't know, use use bartend or school teacher. Let's say it's a school teacher. You know, school teacher sitting home making unemployment and getting paid. And if that school teacher is, you know, there's jobs out there. Is that school teacher going to go take a job in uh, stocking shelves at Walmart? I I kind of doubt it. I kind of doubt it. 
right. Well, let me explain something to you about school teacher uh, very quickly. Oh, and I don't want to pick on the school teachers at all. No, 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 no. I love the school teacher, but they can also take a, uh, uh, a nine months salary or they can take a cut in their salary and get paid all year. Even when the kids are out of school, they can get paid all year for what they do, or they can take the whole summer off. Correct. Right. But, but that was just an example. That was no, 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 no. This is what I want to say. Here's the shitty thing about school teachers. They don't get paid enough. What, what public servant does. They don't get paid enough to deal with our children and this and that. And that's the shitty thing about this, that whole school system is that janitors, the whole thing. I mean, that is a major thing. So if, if you're like, here, it goes back, you're a bartender, you're this. And then that lottery goes to the schools. Where's that money? Especially when public or private schools or uh, uh, I'm missing the other uh, schools. Charter? Charter. Yeah. The charter system schools and all that. They're all freaking funded. 29 whatever billion dollars that the lottery posts up when you're sitting at the bar you know, mom, dad drinking and playing lottery and this and that. And all this money's going to these things, but the schools are closing because the kids can't get an education. Now, here's the shitty thing. And this is what I really want to get into is that now that you're out of school and then you get a government grant or a government loan or a student loan. And the next thing you know, yeah, you're in the system in the old Right now, which oh my god, what are they gonna do? Forgive the the the, the student loans for how many people? Whatever, man. If I would have known that, I would have took one out back in 1985. But whatever. So now you got these kids that owe thousands of dollars in student debt loan. And you're just all of a sudden going to forgive it. So who's paying that? The lottery payers? You are. Or or the essential workers you are. on the line that, you know, don't get $600 plus their unemployment bullshit. And they're making $1,000 a week. Non-essential workers that uh, free money. And the, I mean... Oh, my God, I'm going to blow up. I swear to God, because it's pathetic. It's just teachers don't get paid enough as it is. All right. Find me a public servant that does. Bottom line, they don't. They don't get paid enough. That's bullshit. It is bullshit. And and, and, and I've said it for years. I mean, I don't care whether you're talking public service, public service. And that takes a passion for most of those jobs, whether it's a teacher I can go right down the line. I wanted to be a teacher. Whether you're a teacher I, or a firefighter or a police officer or even even when you get into the federal government and you're a, a CBP officer agent or an FBI agent or until you until you climb that ladder, even in the federal side of it, 
but just take that alone. I mean, look at look at let's take it right down to reality in your right. in your individual business. So you're no, so you're no, go ahead. But you're a teacher and all of a sudden you get laid off and now you have all these people with the coronavirus and now uh, all of a sudden you have to homeschool your kids. So where does that teacher fit in? They don't. They're, it's oversight at that point. It's it's oversight and help. I mean, they you know they're having a hell of a time right now. It's so difficult for them because on top of that, you know, not only can they on I top mean, of a pay cut, where do they fit in? Because they already got their paychecks cut. Yes, or paychecks cut. Yep. And then on you know on top of that, they're supposed to still keep trying to teach these kids. Right. So what you want to pay them basically babysitter fees? I mean, I've been on jobs. I I was outside the other day in this neighborhood, and the, uh, the dad is probably lost his job, and he's sitting there yelling at his kids down the block, opening a pool. Get in the house. Do your fucking homework. What's the matter with you? Mom's at work, at, you know, uh, making 15 bucks an hour at McDonald's, whatever. And the dad's sitting home with the kids. He doesn't know what to do with the kids. He's usually working or he's, do, you know, at, all the role reversals have changed. Everything's different. Nobody has the same authority or, uh, uh, you know what I mean? That authoritative figure. You know what I mean? Because a, a role reversal or, you know, the job displacement, uh, everything is whack, dude. It, it's bizarre, man. I, I've, ne- I have never seen anything like this in my lifetime. Well, just be happy that you're not standing on the streets of Fairfax trying to push push people away from attacking you and, and, and making $35,000 a year. Just, just so you, you know, so there's that train of thought for you too. I All feel, right. I feel bad for these poor bastards. I really do. I really do. And I just, oh, I no. just don't understand it, you know, and these poor guys, yep. Like I said before, there's bad apples. There's a bad apple in every group, but why, why that one bad apple has to make the rest of these guys look like assholes and people have to attack them for one guy. I mean, if you want to attack one guy, that's one thing, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunate and it's, you know, it's so sad and you think with people would have more common sense than this. Look what happened to OJ. What happened to OJ besides nothing? Did he do it? I mean, how many years of television? Of course he did it. How many years of television and publicity and whatever that was wasted? Yeah. On that. No, no, it's, yeah, it's a, it's unfortunate, but, uh, but regardless. So on a completely different note. No, but I'm, no, I just take this one. Same note. Okay. Back to the same note. No, the celebrities and all the other people that don't get to have a concert. This guy's wiener is, you know, huge, right? That don't get to have a concert. That don't, uh, these celebrities, uh, uh, professional sports. Hockey, basketball, um, baseball, uh, anything. Those, it is essential to American culture that these guys get back to work. I know that they're overpaid, (laughs) 
right? Yep. But does it does it matter that these guys are way overpaid and we're underpaid? I mean, what makes people celebrities, man? You know, honestly, it's just kind skill, of skill, like, talent, recognition. Where, no different than uh, a rock and roll star or a, uh, a a great entertainer, a great actor. I mean, it's just you know, some people I, some I, people get in that so, spot and some people don't. All right, so let me get back to the pay grade. So everybody knows where they fit. If that's the job you do, that's what you get. And then if you get the training, and what sucks about the training is that you have to pay back the student debts on the training. Now, all of a sudden, these student things are, you know, way out of proportion. And you get a, everybody's getting a forgiveness check. Is there not a cost to the three, 35 or three, $350 billion million dollar whatever trillion uh right what what what's the cost of that oh we'll pay for it it's coming it's it might it probably won't happen this year but i guarantee by next year we'll we'll yeah we'll start paying for it it's we will pay for that who's gonna pay for all that? of us every taxpayer in the in the united states is gonna pay for that you we will all pay for that for sure that's the way it works is, you know, because, and fortunately, if you look at it, I don't know if you've been following it, but our, but our, but our dollar has not degraded yet, but our dollar will start degrading. Our dollar is going to be worth about the same amount as, as Venezuela, you know, before too long, because you can only keep printing money for so long. You can only keep shelling out money for so long and that's, what's going to happen. So our dollar is going to degrade. And in order to create that, the, the, the opposite side of that is, is taxes. We're going to pay more in taxes. This will all get paid for. I guarantee it. All right. It's just not going to happen right now. But we live in a border town, right? Yep. We're, we're literally like, just a couple of miles from Canada. doesn't matter. But when you walk into a store around here and the exchange or currency is 75% on the dollar Canadian currency. Right. Come on. Uh, that's going to change. And that's, on, and again, man. that's because that's because America has been a capitalist country for so long and, and Canada is a socialist country. I don't know if you know that, but Canada is a very socialist country. So they're very socialist, they, you know, but that's love, what's going to happen. Love, and if, and if you want to see they, the barometer and what's going to change, I guarantee you watch because right now during this coronavirus and during this pandemic, Canada has done so many things right I'm just going to tell you right now, because I listen to a Canadian station every single day, and I watch the Canadian news as part of our podcast. So well, I am, a, I'm very in just, touch with... That's a, that's a bigger country than we have. Eh, not really. Not if you look at it, yes, yes, by by square footage of, of real estate and, and geography, yes. By population, not so much because no. many of those many of those areas that you're looking at. I mean, you look at places like Saskatchewan or I mean, Ontario's Ontario and Quebec Ontario. are two of the most populous uh, countries, Quebec. short of short of um, and, uh, Manitoba. Yes, uh, 
Ottawa. Um, but there's yeah. so much, you know, there's so much desolate areas there where you, you know, you could go for, you know, thousands of Land miles and see two people. Yes, right. yeah, they are a larger country. But as far as capital and per person per capita and all those all those factors, we are a much larger country. But but I but that's going to be but your exchange, but the exchange rate on the border is seventy five. I walked into the store, said a Canadian exchange rate seventy five percent. I've never seen that in my lifetime. Well, watch it because it's going to go back to equal pretty soon. I guarantee it, and. Their their value, their dollar value might even exceed ours. It might be it might flip flop if if well again depending on how fast we pay for all this, we're we're gonna pay for it. We're gonna pay for it one way or another. Whether it degrades our, whether it's our GDP that gets affected, whether it's our tax dollar that gets affected, whether it's our U.S. dollar that gets affected, we will pay for this. It's coming. It will it will come. And I and I speculate. I don't know. I I would say no. Go it, ahead. It, no, I, I I will. I'll lay it down right now, and you can mark I'm this down. You know, it's so. I mean, we're we're at May. We're at May of 2020. I would say by the same time next year, unless so, one of three things will happen by by this time next year, and I can't tell you what it All will right, be. Well, I've quoted certain things on this show. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not. Will, will I, I'm not happen, scared to do but... it. I'm going to tell you that one of one of three things will happen, and and maybe a couple of them. So the first one that 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 you're going to see is our is our dollar probably within the next 6 months I would say our dollar is going to become degraded it will we're going to we're going to start you're going to see you're going to see and two markets to watch first of all Canada because it's our neighbor and that's the closest one the easiest one to follow so you watch the Canadian dollar as opposed to our dollar where it is today and where it is 6 months from now and I don't know that those numbers I haven't looked them up but well, I've um, also explained that with the Bitcoin in and then, quite a bit of detail. Yes, you did. Detail about, you know, but the, but the next number, you know, the next one too closest to you is always good to watch the euro. You know, watch the European dollar. And they've gone through similar yeah. things and they've handled it different. But watch the Canadian dollar and the euro in comparison to the U.S. dollar. That's the one thing. That's going to change. The next thing I, I see, and, and a lot of this depends on how extreme it is, but the next thing that's going to happen is it's going to be whether what happens in the November election, whether we have a Republican or a Democrat that goes back into the office, because that, that factors into it a lot, but we will see tax law changes, I guarantee it, in one form or another, and, we're, and it's going to be in anticipation and ambition of paying for what we did this year. That'll happen. That'll happen almost immediately in the new presidency. If it's the same president and we have a Republican, you know, if, if President Trump ends up back in there next year, it'll happen probably first quarter immediately. If it's a Democrat president that gets elected, then more than likely it's going to probably take through middle of summer. I say second, third quarter, but we will see tax changes to help pay for this. The third thing that's going to happen is it's going to directly affect our GDP. The GDP is probably. The biggest factor, and overall, if you start looking at their GDP, we will not see we will not see three percent GDP for. (laughs) I I don't know. It's going to take a freaking miracle. It's going to take a freaking miracle. Do you want to laugh it off right now? I mean, I can't laugh it off because I work in the industry. You know, I mean, the GDP. I mean, I'm part of the GDP. You know, in, in the level that I work at, where I work at, I am part of the GDP. And 
it's going to be a big factor into, you know, what comes into this country, what's produced out of this country. And, and we're going to see a huge production and we're going to see a huge growth. But the GDP, because of the devaluation of the dollar, is going to drop. I, I mean, yeah, nobody, nobody on here needs an economic class. You know, I, I'm not going to. Well, not gonna I go do. There, but, I understand that. <laughs> well, I'm not going to put my listeners to an economic class right now. But, but uh, you know, it's just there's a lot of things that are going to happen. And and if anybody thinks that 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 twelve hundred dollar check they got and the potential. Two thousand dollar check. I've I've heard anywhere from another twelve hundred dollars to up to I told five thousand dollars. If you think that shit's going to be you're free, getting that, you're getting that check. I said you better save your last two checks to pay your taxes. Yeah, if, if anybody thinks that that check that you got is free, you better save your last two checks that you get. It's not going to be free for long. It might be free right now. It's instant gratification. That's what it is. And we're probably going to get another one. I I almost guarantee we're going to get another one. Oh, another 450 bucks. In a minimum. But I I think it's going to be more like 1,200. It's going to be, it's probably going to be another 1,200. And they've talked as high as stimulus. I've seen as high as as $5,000. But it will be, it will be paid for. It will be paid for, and that's just that's just a fact. That's just simple economics, and it's not tough to figure out if you really sit down and look at it. So, but at any rate, that's enough of uh, political bullshit, coronavirus bullshit. I want to know what your deep dive is for the week, my friend, because uh, I got a deep dive. I know you do. I know you do, and I want to get to, I want to get to that because I've had enough of everything else that we've talked about to an nth degree. It's too much. I just well, uh, all right, I, well. I need you to cue this up for me, all right? Because this is a great CD. Now, okay. Uh, my deep dive is Jack White from Detroit. The White Stripes. Jack White is amazing. He put out a CD, and he did it, and he broke three Guinness World Record. He released, he produced, released, recorded, and in finalized in this in a, a Guinness World Book record, and I have one of the CDs, and it's fabulous. And now the first song of the the, the uh, just Jack White. You can't do, you do the, the first cute? song. That's not a that's not a deep dive. I've been rolling around, man. People are like, "What the f- you listen to?" I'm like. This is some Jack White shit, you know. The guy's from Detroit, man, and I got a CD, you know, and it's pretty cool. So, do you have, do you have anything you got to queued up or whatever deep? What dive what song you looking for? Oh, just the first track. It's like off of which album? Which one you got? The very uh, Jack White. How many Jack White albums are there out there? Uh, that are in the, I'm in, I'm looking in, at in, in the world book of records i i didn't i didn't do all that i, I i'm looking yeah. at nine of them right now all right so anyway so anyway jack white had put out a fabulous uh guinness book world record he recorded and produced and put this shit on vinyl and here's a song that he did on that and i, I can go into more detail it's, it's bizarro because if you buy this album and you have a Blu-ray player and the CD, you can actually put it in there. And this 
3D image will pop up out of the city. I can't even explain. Uh, you're going to have to listen. But here's another song from Jack White and uh, Lesro. So spin that shit, DJ. And then, and then we deep diving again. Let's do uh, Salvation Army <laughs> from uh, the white, the white stripes. Oh, you think you get a twofer, eh? Oh yeah. But what made you so special? I don't know, but I do have top eleven too. That <laughs> it's going to be similar to this, you know, to the deep dive, but you know. And it's going to be so simple, but I'm going to read them off on that top 11. Uh, just, but yeah, Salvation Army from uh, Jack White. And, uh, Is that off the same album? No, because Jack White had done his own thing in Detroit. And the guy, the guy is immaculate from Detroit and he's brilliant. So anyway, uh, Everybody remembers this one. Jack White is uh, adored adored by Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin, Edge from U2. And these guys have a collaboration, which is uh, the Edge from YouTube or YouTube and Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin and Jack White. And these guys are phenomenal, great guitar players. And they have a thing and they uh, love and respect each other's guitar playing. And I, I just wanted to put uh, Jack White in that category tonight. So, okay. Phenomenal. But um, been riding around and been listening to some Jack White, you know, and uh, White Stripes and some other stuff. So it's very cool, man. Yeah. So for me. You know, right. I don't I don't like everything, but 
when you listen to it, it's like, why did Chris Cornell from Soundgarden cover Thank You from Led Zeppelin? You know, it's like, why do people cover people's songs? You know, and it, it, it just, it, it means something to you. It makes you feel something. Obviously, the guitar playing or something or the intricate uh, something that song touched you. Correct. That's what music's about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right. So that's what it does. So I've been uh, kind of listening to this uh, Jack White CD that I've had for maybe three years or four years or whatever. Riding around, I got these CDs and I'm popping them in and just listening to them, man, because I'm sick of the Canadian broadcasters <laughs> sitting out there. I'm sick of them. I don't want to listen to them. Oh, the my so deep dive is going to really piss you off, then. I know, but I'm 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 not even mad at the rip or or nobody or the one of five point anybody that's jam the appreciative uh, the appreciative nature of CDs. Nobody listens to the whole albums anymore. You know, you don't get the song you like that you want them to play in the radio because that's a song that you like. It might not be everybody's favorite, but it might be your favorite and you just don't get to hear it on the radio, you know, and that's, that's the, the diversity of radio that I don't like because, you know, it's pop culture or it's the most popular song or it's this, you know, you know, if I had a radio station, man, yeah, we'd be jamming everything. And you know that because your collection and my collection would kick ass all over the rest of the world. That's why I don't listen to terrestrial radio anymore. Once in a while, once in a great while, but I do not typically listen to terrestrial radio. I, you know, I, I love WLLZ for what they're doing. I love K106.3 for some of the stuff that they're doing. But I just, I, I just don't play. I, I don't, I don't because I enjoy, I enjoy my series. Okay. okay. Let me ask you a question. Okay. When, when, when was the point of kind of when you got sick of listening to radio and you went back to your retro stuff because you just <laughs> couldn't stand listening to the radio anymore? Um, oh, it's been quite some time. I, I would say probably I, I gave up on a long time ago. I used to be a riff listener. I, I, I used to listen to uh, WRIF religiously. I mean, nonstop all the time. Okay. Forget, and forget, forget the radio stations. Okay. Uh, when, when did you get back to what you, your heart felt like everything, like your CDs, cassettes, uh, eight tracks or vinyl or whatever. Oh, my own, there, my own personal yeah. stuff. Yeah, your own personal. Stuff. When when was there a point in your life where you just said, "I'm done with radio"? Well, that, that that's what I'm saying. That that's probably been well. It was the it was the riff thing, and I and I want to say the beginning of the end was the when when because I started to see the politics, like there are politics and everything. I started to see the politics in radio, and I didn't see them for a long time, but I saw the politics in radio back in the days when they canceled Drew and Mike. And that was, you know, that probably goes back almost 10 years now. 
But when they canceled Drew and Mike off the riff, because I used to be a faithful through and through riff listener, we used to listen to all day long. We used to listen to it while we were driving to work. We used to, you know, I mean, we were contractors. You know, every day we'd put the riff on. We'd listen to Drew and Mike. We'd get on the job site. We got out the radio if we could. You know, we'd listen to uh, we'd listen to Doug Podell, and we'd listen to you know, I mean, all all that stuff. But but they they made the change when they when they when they uh, got bought out and they made the change, and that's when things started to change. And at that point, that's when I started to change. I went, you know what? No more Drew and Mike. Okay, so there's no reason for me to listen in the morning. So I'd bounce around on the radio if I could in the truck, and then it got to the point where I started grabbing. More of my CDs. I started. I started downloading stuff into my uh, iPod. Or uh, I think at that point I had like some kind of cheese ball MP3 player. But I'd start taking yeah. my music with me. I'd start dumping stuff we, on we, my phone. We, I I I just we were on LimeWire uh, recording or downloading uh, shit onto our CDs <laughs> so we could take them, you know, to work. And uh, we were making a, you know, set up a li or a library on. Uh, LimeWire or LiveWire or, you know, whatever it was. And I think everybody did for a minute um, because the music sucked. I, I, I guess back, you know, early 90s or this. I, I don't even know where you're at right now. Yeah, I, uh, I, I hung on till about 20, I, I would say probably 10 years ago, probably about 20, 2010. You know, I really stri- I, I tried to stay true to the radio stations when I could. But yeah, I gave up on it. It, it might have been before that, maybe fifteen years ago, somewhere between ten and fifteen years ago. But yeah, I gave up on all of it. I just, I once in a while, I will pop a radio station on, and I'll be completely honest. Ever since, um, ever well, since WLLZ's been back on, I'll plug them because they they do the best they can, um, you know. But they're they're they're, uh, they're owned by a corporate, you know, and and so they are a corporate radio station. They're owned by iHeart, but. Um, I think that they've been the first attempt in probably 15 to 20 years to try to come back to the people and try to grasp that that old school radio style that that a lot of us uh, Gen Xers and uh, baby boomers are used to that, uh, you know, and even some of the some of the Gen Zers, um, you know, it's but yeah, it's a, it's a lost art and in terrestrial radio is, is not going to be, I don't want to say an existence because that's a, that's a stretch, but it's, it's just, it's the, the numbers are dropping drastically as they have been over the last, you know, 10 years and, and all no, of, all I, the I, other I, media, I, including what we're doing right now. I mean, you know, oh, here you go. podcasts like what we're doing are replacing the, you know, the morning, the morning show, the Drew and Mike show, you know, more listeners are listening to podcasts like you and me or podcasts like, I don't yeah. know, name some, you know, Joe Rogan or, or Mark Maroon or, you know, I mean, it's, it, there's, there's so many of them out there. Yeah. Whoever, you know, I mean, there's, there's, there's dozens whatever of them out there, whatever you're, you're whatever you're into. But, um, but yeah, terrestrial radio is going to become a thing of the past unless they find a way to reinvent themselves some way going forward. And I, I just don't see it. I don't see it because even a lot of podcasters, a lot of, a lot of uh, streaming sites are finding ways to reinvent themselves so they can get around the copyright laws or pay the copyright laws. 
you know, like you and I could do. Yeah, we could. We could make this if we wanted to. If 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 we had enough followers and enough donations, we could actually make this uh, a a a one hour one hour podcast and a one hour radio show if we wanted to, and we wanted to spend the money to do it. So I mean, yeah, there's so many things that are changing and so many things that are evolving, and and it's gonna it's just gonna keep keep going. So. So I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle off my I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna gonna top eleven real quick. I I don't mean to do this to you quickly, but this is one of the greatest CDs uh, I've listened to uh, in a while. It's uh, Ozzy Osbourne, "Bark at the Moon." And here's the top 11 songs on this uh, CD. Bark at the Moon, You're No Different. Now You See It, Now You Don't. Rock and Roll Rebel, Center of Eternity, So Tired, Slow Down, Waiting for Darkness. And then you have a couple bonus tracks, which are Spiders. Which is very cool. You can't get that on a whole lot of stuff. And number 11, one up on the B side. You can't get this shit on some those those albums. So, yeah, there's different opportunities for the uh, CD or what you get or what you buy, you know, and special compilation CDs and I got a bunch of that stuff on LimeWire back in the day. Remember LimeWire when everybody is sharing like MP3s and everything? And, you know, the one kid got sued, you know, for like 5000 for every song he does. And they made an example of it and it scared everybody off. And uh, there was Napster. I, I mean, go on and on and on. And on. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, that. I have millions of compilation CDs, which I never regret uh, doing or whatever. I mean, that was the that was the way. And I understand the artists want to get paid for what they want to get paid for, and I get it. But if you want to share your music and you want it out there, obviously, one way, shape, or form or another, you're going to get paid. You know, I mean. Do a concert. You're going to make more than a lawsuit. Somebody sharing a file and downloading it onto their own personal way. Is there Maybe a lot of is there a lot of concerts going on right now? What's that? Concerts? You 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 going to a couple next week? No, there's no <laughs> concert. I, right now, I, I, listen. <laughs> Yeah, there are concert goings on. They're they're actually uh, here's an example, um, just for our fans. Um, I'm a huge uh, Clutch fan, right? You know that, right? So now Clutch is putting on a live. Uh, you can pay nine dollars to go see a concert on a virtual reality. Uh, video that these guys will put out and it's actually a virtual reality uh, something and you have to subscribe to it for $9 to watch a whole 
Klutz concert. Nine bucks. But you're going to a concert. So now you're in your big screen TV or whatever. You pay nine bucks and you watch, you know, your favorite band or Britney Gears or Britney who? Britney Gears or whoever the f*** it is. But, you know, you're paying and then they're just sitting there on your TV. But you paid for it, right? Right. To watch them in concert. But you're not in concert. Correct. Is that not weird? It's weird. It's weird. But a lot of them are doing it. But but my favorite, and I don't did did I share did did I share the nine inch nail story with you last week? Did we talk about that? I think so. Did we? I think so. Robot bartender, do you remember if we talked about the nine inch nail story last week? Trent Reznor. Yeah. Right. Apparently not. Rock Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes. Yes. But yeah. do you know what they're doing with their uh, concert footage? Who? Nine Inch Nails yeah. or Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I mean, <laughs> Trent Reznor. Is, is, Trent... is there? Are they separate entities? I don't know. So Trent Reznor said that last last week. I think this was last week or the week before. What they're doing is they are um, they are taking all of their all of their merch. They're number one. They did an online concert like Clutch did. They um, they did a and I can't remember how much it was. It was pretty cheap, but they did an online concert. Number one, and then they uh, they turned around and they took all their merch and they shared it with everybody, um, wherever it was, wherever they're because because they kept their concert schedule very quiet. It was it was a very very small list. They were doing I think you know fifteen maybe twenty cities. It was a small list they had scheduled this year, but they decided to do it anyways. And they did a a preview concert, and I and I can't remember what the cost was. But uh, they took all their merch from the concerts and they put it back on their on their website and they 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 still sold it. So you could still buy the concert T-shirt. You could still buy, you know, the actual physical T-shirt from, you know, the the normal concert T-shirt you see with all the all the cities and everything listed on the back with the tour and all that. And um, they gave the money back to the cities to share with whoever they whoever their venue was. Their venue had the choice of, you know, sharing it with the local food kitchen or the local, you know, all the profits went right back. Yeah. I know there's, I know there's a lot of uh, share websites where, you know, people give or donate and, you know, musically, which is very cool. I mean, as long as the artists agree and do this, it, it's very cool. Well, Trent Reznor made the decision. But, He's the one that did that. Right. He set it all up. But what pisses me off is, the people that are in charge of that that <laughs> money, what, does that money really go to the donation or, you know, that 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 you know? That, I don't know. Does it? Does it? I I don't know. Yeah, check into I it. Mean, well, like I said, everything is you know politics. Do the deep dive on it. Find out if it did or not. But that was the plan. That's what uh, that's what Nine Inch Nails decided to do with their uh, with their show and their tour from this year. So I just thought I'd share that with you. No, I know it's better to give than receive. I get it. Right. Uh, right. And you can donate and this and that. But are the the funds uh, transvested, you know, into the right pockets where 
they're supposed to go. Are they? I, I don't know. Do you know? Oh, I don't. I don't. I just no, thought. I don't know. I either. just thought it was very cool that the band decided to do that. You know that that was uh, that was my only my only pull on it, on it is the fact that the band decided to do that with it. So, yeah, where right, it goes well, from there, well, well, you know. I mean, get, let's get into that, and uh, we might take some feedback on the other thing, uh, which are the donations uh, to your favorite funds, and if you believe that you are giving the appropriate uh, appropriate uh funded funds to your donations you know i i personally don't think a lot of those donations end up in the the right pockets or for the right recent reasons but that's just me yeah so, no unless you unless yeah. you uh find that out for sure i mean that's that's hard to speculate on all right you know, well um you got your uh, you got your top eleven in there, so I just want to yes, make sure I, I got back yeah, to uh, since we did. since we didn't do it. I want to do my deep dive for the week, and no, I, I, uh, go, I go 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 go. I completely enjoyed this last week. I was sitting uh, I was sitting here. I think it was uh, Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, it was. It was Memorial Day weekend, and uh, our buddy, and I'll call him our buddy now because you know he uh, he he uh, helped us out with a couple things, and. Um, our our buddy uh, shared this with me and and said that uh, we were listening to the show on uh, on Saturday and Jeff Woods uh, did a great show uh, this weekend and uh, on on his show he um, he did a big thing on ACDC and his ACDC bit was mostly around uh, Bon Scott you know the whole thing was wrapped around Bon Scott and I loved it you know it was just. It, a lot of people forget, you know, especially especially new ACDC fans forget exactly who Bon Scott is. But um, you know, it was cute to uh, to to listen to them talk about and, and go through the interview and talk about Bon Scott and who he was and uh, how much how much he and you know when he came into the band and and where he came from. When he came into the band, all he wanted to do was be a drummer. That's what's so funny. He they used to have to kick him off the drums because every time they'd start playing a song, you know, he wanted to be the drummer. He was kind of like, you know, just a guy that was hanging around the band and, and all of a sudden got to got to know the guys in the band and he just wanted to play drums. And they realized how good Bon Scott was and how much talent Bon Scott had. But they played a lot of great music on Jeff Woods, you know, Jeff Woods interview with them uh, last last weekend. And to to listen to it was was just a, a flashback from the past, and just to listen to a little bit of Bon Scott. But something about this tune, um, and not many people are going to know this tune. Even the deepest ACDC fans are going to go, really, really. But yeah, little Night Prowler. Um, Cause this I'm is, a night. Yeah, a little, 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 little flashback from some old Bon Scott days from ACDC, and it was very, very good. But yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. the The whole show was very good. And if you get a chance, go, uh, go, go find Jeff Woods' Records and Rock Stars because I think it's one of his uh, top interviews that he has on there. He has a podcast, but uh, yeah, Jeff Woods did a great job last weekend. Not like he usually does, but uh, check it out. But here's a little, uh, here's a little old school Bon Scott 
Night Prowler for you all the way back. So yeah, that goes all the way back to the uh, Highway to Hell CD back in the back in the day. I'm thinking seventy, yeah. what seventy eight for uh, Brian Johnson. You know, yeah, because uh, you know Bob yeah. Scott had passed away, and I think a lot of people, you know, back in 1980 were very uh, confused that uh, AC or ACDC had a new lead singer. And nobody could tell the difference. And, uh, and then they came out with uh, Back in Black. But the, right, all, right. The stuff, all, all the stuff previous to that was, uh, you know, Bon Scott, you know, yeah. singing. Oh, yeah. And, you know, nobody could believe. I mean, uh, uh, Dirty Deeds, uh, Done Dirt Cheap, uh, you know, come on, man. You know, <laughs> way, you know there is a lot of stuff Bon Bon Scott did before Brian Johnson. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And he was a very talented son of a bitch. And I got a kick out of the story, you know, from uh, Jeff Woods when he was, I, I believe, yeah, he was on, he was on there with Angus Young. And I think, I think that is one of Jeff Woods. Um, if you go to records and rock stars, I think you'll find, I think you'll find the interview with Angus Young and uh, Jeff Woods. And I'm not sure how much music they share because the radio show is usually a little different than the podcast. But, um, but yeah, there's a lot of good stuff on there and just, you know, the, the, the retrospect or flecked or however you want to say it. I mean, it's both of them, you know, looking back at Bon Scott, because he was, he was, uh, a huge part of that band and getting them going, you know, from where they started. And, well, and well check this out. I mean, being a kid at 13 in Hamtramck going to garage sales, there was a lot of people. You know, after Bon Scott had passed away, a uh, lot of those Polish, uh, you know, they just, I don't i don't know why, but uh, same with uh, Kiss or Ace Frehley back in the early days. A lot of those people gave up their records, and I was like, garage sailing, I'm picking up, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I hear you. For like a dollar right. or Kiss, you know, I didn't even understand what's uh, those old pole town people back in Hamtramck in Detroit. I mean, you go anywhere, the flea market, and you can pick up the whole collection of Kish or you know, anything for a dollar. It's like, I still got the albums, a dollar sticker on them from garage sales. Good boy. Keep them. Dirty em. Deeds. Dirty Keep Deeds. Dunder Cheap. That's the only one I can uh, think of with uh, Bonscott. But oh my God, 
1980 when hell or acdc and uh hell's bells came out that was it brian johnson everybody thought brian johnson was the lead singer from acdc it's not true nope all Bonsky that bag, was a man all that bag pipe stuff and all that other stuff that was all pre-1980 listen to jailbreak you know album well, I got a kick about learning how much he was a drummer first. He really wanted to play the drums. And I guess he wasn't. I mean, he, he was a decent drummer. Not a great drummer, but a decent drummer. But that's all he wanted to do with the band. You know, when he came in there, he just wanted to play the drums. And they're like, no, you you, you have to, you know. I mean, they just, they, they determined quickly. He had to sing because he was, he was the singer. He was not the drummer by any means. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, Brian, you know, Brian Johnson went through with the, it more the than history, once. And, you know, it's like, the, history, the history of bands is uh, classic it's fun how, it's fun so so yeah if you if you ever get a chance get out yeah get out there to jeff wood's uh interview with uh with angus young i i'm pretty sure that's who he was with but uh yeah check that out and uh it's it's a very good one because you won't hear the rebroadcast of the show from last weekend but uh but do that yeah check out um locally and if you can ever find it it's called records and rock stars uh, locally to us it is on k1063 uh, around here, it's uh, it's on every Saturday morning from eight to eight to nine, and every Sunday afternoon they replay it from uh, twelve to one. So it's a good show. Uh, he does a good job. That's kind of where we pulled all the Neil Peart stuff from that we did uh, a few months ago. And uh, yeah, Jeff Woods does a great job. So so kudos to him. That's a little bit of Bon Scott for you. I had to bring that one in there because I really enjoyed that last week. And I sat there right in my backyard. I think that was the day I got my sunburn. So <laughs> I sat right there. In, <laughs> I sat there right in the backyard af after I got my hair cut. I sat there right yeah. in the backyard and rocked out to a little bit of ACDC old school. Let's end this show, man. We've been doing this for a little bit. Give it to him. But you know, you didn't do. Ah, uh, the joke of the week. How is your buddy, Sean? Any, well, any word from him? Yeah. He's kind of gone he's silent. Like, no, he's like, hey, man, I'm sitting over there. He did sell his motorcycle, he's going to buy a new Harley. Got a new Harley, doing this. He's making more money on unemployment than he is working. Oh, he's not and, working. Right. Well, for a minute, but he's working on his uh, his meats. So we are looking forward to the new brat. All right. Well, Sean. Hightower Meats, 810-434-6188. And he's bringing us the joke of the week this week, and I will not give this one a title. And I have it because you uh, pimped me last week. So oh. I, I got it. No, that's all right. Arr. You brought the joke of the week last week, so I'm no. going I'm to I'm throw it out there. I, I'm repeating last week's joke of the week, even though you didn't say it last week. I know. You're going to throw me under the bus again. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I just want right. to get right, it out roll. there. All right, you ready? Yeah, roll that beautiful bean footage. I shall seek you and find you. I shall take you to bed and control you.
I will make you ache, shake, and sweat until you groan. I will make you beg for mercy. I will exhaust you to the point that you will be relieved when I leave you. You will be weak for days. All my love, the flu. Don't Led get it. Led Zeppelin. <laughs> well, it wasn't Led Zeppelin. It was the uh, it was the coronavirus or the flu or however you want to look at it. But uh, but uh, just a little love letter from uh, from the, the current pandemic that's going on. So All right. I just thought I'd throw it out there for you. Sorry, no, I sorry, it, I didn't get it. Was, Most... I thought it was um, uh, some Led Zeppelin stuff. Yeah, I'll sing you a song if you want, or oh, or I'll yeah. just say, go go home, go home. No, you go home. <laughs> No, you go home. No, you go home. <laughs> oh, what a bastard. Oh. <laughs> Play that funky music, white boy. All right. Thank you, my friends. Thank you, my friends, for listening once again. And and please get back out there if you haven't heard it yet. Get back out there. If you catch this one before you catch that one, listen to episode 43. Oh, yeah. Episode 43 is a is a, is a great roundabout. With uh, We came back around to uh, No Pacific. And she has her new EP out there. You can find it on SoundCloud. And, uh, you know, thank you for your, you know, keep liking us. Keep liking us. We like the likes on Facebook. We yeah, they keep bumping higher and bumping higher. Like us on Twitter. And we don't, we don't want to give them too many projects, do we? No, I was just going to say, uh, catch us before you catch the <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> oh, Very nice. Man. Very nice. Bam. Well, in the meantime, too, we are, sooner or later, we're going to be out there, and we want to get back out in front of you. So please, if you uh, if you have uh, an extra couple couple dollars a day or a couple dollars a month or however you want to do it, um, there is a donate bar on our website now. So make sure you get out there and uh, throw a couple bucks into that and, or monthly donation, however you want to do it. So thank you, guys. Oh, well, stay tuned for our new sponsors that uh, I didn't uh, protect uh, Scott. Uh, but we might have some new sponsors. Wow. I, I had, no, I had yeah. no idea about that. So, Yeah, stay tuned, man. Very good. Good times, good times ahead, man. I, I like where we're going. And uh, thanks for listening. And we appreciate your attention. And 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 so yeah, on, and so, and so on. on, and so on. We haven't used that drop, man. <laughs> See, that's the that's the studio drop we haven't used. Right. Right. So <laughs> we'll get back to some drops, man. We're gonna get back to some drinking, some shots. <laughs> well, thanks for staying tuned and staying uh, staying tuned listening to us and so thank you very much and so on and so on and so on and, and <laughs> i had to wait, wait, i had to i had to stop in the middle of that just because you wanted it i i just I uh well listen uh put that on the subliminal stuff and play it backwards fast forward and rewind uh-huh. it and spin it yeah. is that how that all works so, yeah it's all fun and games man all right all right so and in the meantime in the meantime we we are are out
one with a little boy with like a little head on it. And I know. Kill me, it, dude. It, it's a you, you I know. You're you could have said this to me a minute ago. I know. You said deep dive, man. You just threw me under the Jack White bus. Yeah, because we never do this. All right. And well, you know, you know, I got the studio set up. Ninety nine. You know, I got this. Two thousand. Uh, 2001, 2003, 2004, 2005. Go with the latest one. The latest one? Yeah. The latest one would be 2010. There you go. No, I'm sorry. Further. 2010, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Yeah, just the latest one. Here's the latest one. All right, here's the first song off the latest one.